Welcome to the Officially Empowered Podcast. I am super excited to have you guys on the line with me on today. My name is Bree and I am based here in Houston, Texas, and I am just excited for what God is getting ready to do. God has now told me to deliver my messages via podcast, and you know when God tells you to do something, you definitely have to be obedient. And so with him being at the center of it, I'm super excited to see everything that he is going to do with this. If you are unfamiliar with Officially Empowered, it is a ministry that God has given me to basically inspire, encourage, and empower women to truly find their true worth through the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, in our generation, it seems like our worth comes from social media. You know, how many likes we get on Instagram or how many comments we get on Facebook. But how many of you really know that first and foremost, your worth comes from the gospel of Jesus Christ. Your identity is in Jesus Christ and not in something that's going to fade away like social media. And so he has finally told me to deliver the messages that he's given me via podcast. So tonight is going to be our first message. And I definitely don't want to be too long-winded. I want you guys to get the message and then go ahead and go on about your day. So tonight I chose a topic that I feel like a lot of us can relate to. We're going to talk about mistakes. We all make mistakes. And I feel like a lot of times we are ashamed of our mistakes or a lot of times we don't like to admit that we make mistakes. So tonight we're going to go ahead and discuss that. Now I want us to start off by just being a little transparent with you guys and ministering through a spoken word poem. I'm also a poet here in Houston, Texas, and I had a poem that basically shares my testimony, and I want to go ahead and share that with you on the line tonight. I want this podcast to be truly authentic. I want to be transparent. My life is not perfect by far, and I definitely just want to show that I am being led by God. I am trusting God, and I'm letting him lead my life. So without further ado, I want to go ahead and minister my poem. I remember the first time they called me ugly. That one statement alone eliminated every single positive thing I've ever heard. Regardless of what was said before then, my whole demeanor was changed by that one word. Girl, you are too dark to be wearing that. You're okay for a dark-skinned girl. Your walk is terrible. Those were the thoughts that consumed my mind faithfully. Faithfully, I wonder why this God who purposely created me designed me to blatantly be the subject of their jokes constantly. I hated it. The years rolled by and the hate grew stronger. Their securities got worse and I became someone else. Without even knowing, I became the girl who wanted male attention so much that I bought every pair of Jordans off the shelf. But still our conversations were never up to par of relationship, but Jordanship. We talked about the 12s, the 10s, the 7s, the 5s. Basically, I became one of the guys. For years, the enemy had me believing that I was the ugly duckling who had no chances of becoming a swan. So I made up my face and I made up my heart and I pierced my body. And I began to believe everything else he said from that point on. Insecurity and hate mixed together on one chain created another chain of envy and jealousy. Mentally drained, emotionally exhausted, spiritually thirsty. Is this really the destiny of my mother's pregnancy? A spirit of loneliness plus a longing to be loved, multiplied by the hundreds of thoughts I had, desiring to be wanted, subtracting the fact that God is love and divided my worth and half equal to me, settling for anything. <laughs> Uh-oh. Is this a new chain that I'm feeling? Scared to admit my failures, I fake perfection. But I can only fake the funk for too long before I begin to smell. Deception. Attempting to deceive the people around me, I tried to act flawless. But the chains of lust, fornication, hate, and envy became too heavy. They were seen regardless. 
Although verbally I stated I wanted the chains to be broken, I was still bound internally. Although emotionally I tried to cut ties with the people around me, I was still bound internally. This sweet little girl turned into a broken teen and that's broken teen turned into a confused young woman and that woman began to suffocate because of all the spiritual chains that were wrapped around her neck. I couldn't breathe. I was hurting. These chains. I wanted to break free, not because of him, but because of me. I was tired of being broken. I was tired of being hurt. So I took it upon myself to break free, only thinking of me. Not knowing I was really hurting the one who purposely created me to live and worship him completely. Y'all, I was lost. But how many of you really know that there is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain? So I remember the first time they called me ugly. That's one statement alone eliminated every single positive thing I've ever heard until I remember the first time I gave myself to him for real. For the first time, I got in a passenger seat and let him take the wheel. You see, now there's no more chains. There's no more shackles. There's no more bondage. I am free. I am completely free. All right. Thank you, ladies, so much for listening to that poem. And again, I do pray that it ministered to some soul that may be listening to this line. Tonight, I definitely want you sisters to know that mistakes are going to happen in our lives. We are all flawed creatures. We are not perfect by any means. Mistakes are going to happen. Now, if you listen to my testimony, I said that I tried to fake perfection. I tried to pretend to be so perfect until I realized that there is no such thing. We are definitely imperfect creatures, but we're serving an absolutely perfect God. I'm going to say that again. We are imperfect creatures serving an absolutely perfect God. Now, if you're doing any type of note taking, there are three things that I want to highlight today about mistakes. The very first thing I want to highlight is just knowing that mistakes are going to happen. The second thing is responding to mistakes. How do we respond to mistakes? And then the third thing is stop dwelling on the mistakes that you have made in the past. Now, let's take let's tackle this first point. Knowing that mistakes are going to happen. Sis, how many of you that are listening has never, ever made a mistake in your life? I'll wait. Exactly. It is very unlikely that any fleshly human being on this earth is mistake-free. We all have made mistakes. Now, I went to the dictionary and I actually found the word mistake and I wanted to define it for you guys. The word mistake is defined as an er an error in action, opinion, or judgment caused by poor reasoning, carelessness, or insufficient knowledge. We have all made mistakes and maybe we made mistakes because of bad judgment. We all have probably had poor reasoning in a situation. We all may have made mistakes because we just didn't know any better. But we know that mistakes are prone to happen. If I can be, again, transparent with you guys, growing up, I felt like I couldn't make mistakes. I felt as though I was supposed to be this little perfect individual. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And because I felt like that, I faked perfection. However, what I had to learn, sis, is that if we didn't make mistakes, we wouldn't need our Lord and our Savior. And I don't know how many of you know, but we definitely need our Lord and Savior in this deprived world that we're living in. We would be these perfect individuals. I'd rather be an imperfect person serving an absolutely perfect God. Now, sis, just because we know that mistakes are going to happen, that does not mean that we should just go out and do things that we know that we shouldn't. 
When you mess up the first time, yes, that's considered a mistake. We'll give you that. However, if you repeat that same mistake over again, it's no longer a mistake. Now you've made a choice. And if you make that same quote-unquote mistake the third time, it's no longer a choice. But now it's becoming a habit if you're not too careful. And God forbid that you make the same mistake thereafter because now it's no longer a habit, but you're turning that thing into a lifestyle. Sis, as we continue to grow in Christ, we gain wisdom. Wisdom is defined as the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment. The quality of being wise. The wisdom that we gain from Christ helps us, and it's an aid that we use to help us minimize the mistakes that we make. Getting a relationship with Christ and studying his word will also help us minimize making mistakes. I'm sure you have all heard the acronym for Bible. My husband says it all the time. Bible stands for the basic instructions before leaving earth. Sis, think of it like this. We read instructions or a recipe before we try to prepare a meal, right? We do this to help us not make mistakes during the cooking process. Not only is the Bible the basic instructions before leaving earth, but it's the best instructions, sis. It's the same thing. We need to get stronger in the word so that we know what the Bible says and what God will do once we do make a mistake. I challenge you, if you have been slacking and reading your word, get back at it. Mistakes will happen. You're not a bad person if you make a mistake. You're not doomed to hell if you make a mistake. So again, know that mistakes are going to happen, but that does not mean that we should do whatever we want and use mistakes are going to happen as a scapegoat. There's a popular song by Kiara Sheard. I absolutely love it. It says, you've seen the depths of my heart and you love me the same. You are amazing, God. You are amazing, God. God still loves you the same, sis. He is the only one who knows all the mistakes and sins that we have committed. And he still loves us the same. God loves you, sis. He loves you. The second point that I wanted to make tonight is responding to mistakes. Sis, how do you respond to the mistakes that you have made? Before I got into the word, before I came to faith, and before I definitely knew Christ, the way that I responded to mistakes was hiding them. Crazy, right? I'm trying to hide something from a God that knows all. It makes no sense. It was easy to hide from parents. It was easy for me to hide from my friends. However, oftentimes when we make mistakes, we lie to cover it up. And then we may tell another lie to cover up the first lie. And then we have to tell another lie to cover up that lie. Have you ever been caught in this web, sis? I know that I have, and it's definitely not a good situation to be in. If you have made a mistake, don't try to cover it up. How can you learn from your mistake if you're acting like it didn't happen in the first place? All that is going to do is just make room for the same mistake to happen again and maybe again. And I know sometimes we hide mistakes because we're afraid that people will judge us, sis. But honestly, anybody can judge you, but only God can sentence you. You cannot hide anything from an all-knowing God. Maybe you respond to your your mistakes by not even acknowledging them, which is very detrimental. You know you made a mistake, but you refuse to admit it. You refuse to acknowledge it. Maybe, let's say you made a mistake of fornicating. You think that, oh, it only happened one time. But that one time may have just opened a door for a lust demon to come upon you. But you're not even aware of this because you didn't even acknowledge it in the first place. And now that one time of fornicating has led to the second time and the third time. Since sometimes you just have to deal with that mistake head on. Maybe you respond to your mistakes by blaming others. The reason for the mistake you made is because of what somebody else did. 
Sis, we have to be able to take responsibility for the things that we have done. Scripture says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 10, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he had done, whether it be good or bad. Sis, you are responsible for the things that you do. The person you are blaming for your mistake is not going to appear before judgment. You are. We have to stop blaming others to take responsibility. I'm definitely preaching to myself here. Since after we have acknowledged our mistakes, we need to respond by repenting to God and asking him for his forgiveness. Hiding a mistake, not acknowledging the mistake, or blaming the mistake will not make the mistake go away. Only Christ can blot out our our transgressions, our wrongdoings, and our errors. We have to go to Christ first. My last and final point that I want to touch on tonight is stop dwelling on the mistakes that you've made in the past. Sis, what's the point of repenting to God, asking him to forgive us if we're going to continue to dwell on the mistakes that we have made? Once you have repented and asked God for for forgiveness, move on, sis, move on. Scripture says God will not remember thy sins. If he chooses not to remember them, sis, why are we? I know sometimes it may be hard to let go of the past, but we have to do it. When I made the mistake of choosing to fornicate, after I have already gone to God with and repented for that sin, I used to still ponder on it. I drove myself crazy until I realized that that was a trick of the enemy. You see, what is so amazing about God's sis is that by his Holy Spirit, he convicts us of our sins, of our mistakes, so that we will repent, ask for his forgiveness, and then be able to walk in freedom. However, on the other end, Satan, being the sneaky, conniving, and malicious thing that he is, he tries to do the opposite. He tries to keep us feeling guilty by feeding those accusations into our minds and attempting to get us to recall and dwell on our former sins. That's his job, sis. He works through deceit, lies, and condemnation. Again, God, in his promise to us, says, I will remember your sin no more. Satan tries to feed you over and over again your sins. Yes, you are a fornicator. Yes, you are a liar. You're unclean. What about the sins you have committed? You are guilty. Since if we continue to dwell on our mistakes and sins we made in the past, we now have become slaves to it. We now have chained ourselves to our past. Oftentimes, after we have repented and God has forgiven us, he then takes the label off of us. You're no longer a fornicator. You are no longer a liar. He is trying to pull these labels off, but we're trying to keep them on. Sis, we have to stop dwelling on our mistakes. What is the point of singing that there is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain if we continue to keep the chains attached to us? Stop looking in the rearview mirror. Get your life out of reverse and move forward. God loves you regardless of your past. We have to think positive. Stop playing the role of a a downer Debbie. Positive thinking equals positive results. You will literally drive yourself crazy because I've done it. You will drive yourself crazy thinking about everything that you have done in the past. Learn from your mistakes so that you know what to do better next time. You are not your mistake. Don't allow the enemy to keep feeding you your past. Look towards God and know that if you trust him and follow his will, you will definitely be everything that he needs you to be. Your future is in his hands. And that's the best place that it can be in. Also, just appreciate your mistakes, sis. You can say I messed up in the past, but I'm better now. My past mistakes have helped me in so many ways. Yes, I know I have made a mistake in my past relationship, but those mistakes have made my relationship with my husband even better. 
Yes, I know I made mistakes in the past with my friends, but those mistakes have been my friendships, have made my friendships right now much better. Sis, appreciate your mistakes, but don't dwell on them. Mistakes are for learning, not for repeating. And again, although we make mistakes, sis, God does not. Everything that happens in your life is for a reason. You are not a mistake. God made you exactly how he wanted to. And although we are imperfect individuals, we serve an absolutely perfect God. So thank you ladies so much for tuning in to the very, very first podcast. I pray that it ministered to you. I hope you understand that you are not your mistake. Learn how to respond to your mistakes and don't dwell on your mistakes. Continue to just seek God in every single thing that you do. I do plan to do this whenever God tells me to. So please be on the lookout. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and leave a comment, subscribe, share it with your friends. Follow me on social media. Leave me a comment. All the details will be below. Thank you, ladies, again so much for tuning in. And I look forward to talking to you later on. Have a good one.